This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. You're listening to the Cat's Meow Podcast on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. afternoon everybody we're here with women's equality day Woo! on the cats me i'm sharon finch we have nicole denson and our very 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 special guest oh. melissa novak yeah good day people m dollar m dollar me me that's right holla <laughs> give me a dollar and i'll make you holla honey whoa whoa hello <laughs> so normally, uh, lately, we've had a lot of the LGBT discussions on, but today we want to focus on the women's rights, women's rights, excuse me, and uh, it just so happens to be Women's Equality Day. Now, everybody listen, this is not going to come out on Women's Equality Day, but just know that when you hear this, we celebrated Women's Equality Day, and Women's Equality Day is the day that we recorded everything, so everybody will be fine, live in the spirit and live in the moment. Yes. Very serendipitous. Ah, I try. Oh, oh. I try. Oh, love that word. <laughs> yeah. See, she already ready. Well, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I think, uh, like I said earlier, it is a honor to have Melissa on this uh, podcast today. Um, and we couldn't think of a better day. Uh, I've worked with this beautiful, amazing woman for years. And I can't say enough about uh, how much she means to me and to the community. And uh, let me, let's, let's just be frank, okay? Because this is a podcast. We're going to put it out here. She out. is a white woman that gets it, honey. <laughs> and we'll give it. We and we'll give it. So let me tell you something. Uh-oh. This she is somebody <laughs> This is somebody who I call a sister. Tell it. Sister, sister. Uh-oh. Wow. And I, we've rolled in the trenches together. We spent nights on call talking and together and cried together, all types. And, and I'll tell you one thing. This woman has dedicated her life and her career to mentoring and taking care of our community all of our communities and so i just want to just celebrate and honor her we we do a lot of joking and laughing here but i want to honor melissa and i want to honor sharon and i mean joe it's, it's equality day so you know it's women's equality day but you could get a shout out too i honor mm-hmm. you too congrats oh, congrats joe because joe, cause joe what's up what, what you doing joe what are we congratulating you for? oh Tell man us um i just recently enrolled at henry ford college to uh Ooh. Finished my recording arts certificate. So, all right, uh, all right. I'll be a certified studio engineer all right. in a very short while. Yes. So, yeah. So yes. give it up for Joe Black, everybody. Yes. That's our engineer. Yes. What's happening? Go Amazing Joe. guy. No Joe. Amazing <laughs> all guy. All good success. Thank you very much. And, and I would like Melissa all to... all the way up. To, <laughs> <laughs> all the way up. We all Shout the way out up. to New York. Yep. Okay, yep, yep. <laughs> this is a New York, New York. And might I might add, Melissa's very snazzy today with her weekend gear on. Looks like some out of a magazine. <laughs> you know, the casual Sunday like look. Right. <laughs> I ain't gonna go in everything you got on, but you kind of fly. I ain't mad um, about it. All right, do your thing. All right. I, I would be doing it injustice if I like introduced her. I want her to introduce herself because her her name. And shade play is just one point, but the way she speaks, you will feel her energy. But she is a powerhouse. So, 
uh, welcome to the show, and I'm honored. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, if I may say a word or two, um, I'm honored to be here. You said re- really nice things. Um, the one thing I we we've talked about at work that we feel like we went through college together. <laughs> like we we graduated <laughs> together. Yes, we, we we've did. been there for over four years, right? It's and we've had some disagreements, but mm-hmm. with with full respect. Yes. And I respect you, and I honor you. Um, and yes, you had said like you you are like a sister to me in that way. I don't say that a lot, but I feel like I could trust you, right? Yes. I could depend on you, and I think if we have more of that, yes, things will be better. Yes. So thank you for allowing me here today. Yeah. And uh, Sharon, it's been an honor so far to work oh, with you, to meet lovely. you, to share with you, to connect, mm-hmm. and I feel inspired by both of you. Thank you. So thank I pr- you. I appreciate today, but everything else like when we're not on the air or we're behind something, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And yes. so uh, that's where the real magic happens. So yes. I just want to mm-hmm. say thank you. Yeah, and Appreciate Melissa it. is, is uh, the human trafficking specialist at Wayne County Safe. We didn't say that, um, oh. but we work with her and um, it's a family situation and we <laughs> kind of yes. laugh and fall out, maybe twirl and run down the hall once or twice, no, twirl. five yeah. twirl. times a week, you know. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's a it's a really good place to work. I'm the newbie on board, but very honored to work there uh, with everybody. Learn a lot. So. And another thing is one of the reasons we did this podcast is because the work we do is so stressful, you know. And, and you got to really trust someone and and really um, open up to someone um, and have a really good place to work with to do this work. And so I'm honored to work with these two women. Um, and I'm honored to actually have this as an out, like yeah, this, it's kind of like an outlet for us it's because outlet. like we yeah. we can just talk about whatever. We don't talk about things that are serious, and we right. do still want to engage and educate. And that's why we have you on here. Mm-hmm. So Melissa, can you tell us a little bit about like who you are and how you became Queen Namaste, which we just Ooh. gave we <laughs> we just <laughs> we just came up with that, but we wanted to nickname it Namaste because um, that's one of the wonderful things that she um gives to many thousands and thousands of women she's touched and and men yeah any any human being that yeah try to that comes across the path well first of all so let me say namaste to to you to you and mm-hmm. joe and everyone listening today because i like that idea of um basically it, it states that i honor the light and the divine in you and when you honor that in me we are one hmm. So it's really about taking it into daily practice, um, which whether it be someone we meet in the office, out on the street, or wherever. Um, yoga and meditation is important for me. Um, it's been, I don't know, I'd say 12, 15 years, but I think before that was like prayer and like faith. Mm-hmm. I'm a very faith-based person, meaning guided by spirit. Mm-hmm. And so that's like my source, right? And so I think in, in all the work that I've done, I always say, having that mind, I didn't choose that, that chose me. And so being open to your source, which I think when all people are, and that's why I think healing as we all work towards, right, is so important. When you connect to that healing, to that source, that's where the infinite possibility is. And um, that's where unlimited things can happen. So I believe, right, a, a, a good leader, a good person, a good co-worker leads by example and not just by words. Mm. So I try to emulate that. Because ba- let me just be clear, I'm a student of life. That's what Ooh. I say. So the, the more I think I know, that means I don't know that much. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm always open to learning, and I know how much more there is. And so I look to others to teach me. 
And so I think that's where I'm inspired. Well, all right. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. Do you hear how that, the, just the energy mm-hmm. when she speaks just changes and flows through the room? Just dropping a little wisdom. <laughs> 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 no, no, but, but right, I, I think in this crazy time, too, with everything going on, I think if we have meeting like this or mm-hmm. just having time for discussion and then stillness, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I think it would just tremendously help mm-hmm. each individual, each community, every community in the world, so to speak, moving forward so if we all take a little time to namaste whether that's meditating taking a walk taking a bubble bath whatever that means but allowing to release from that day and get connected to your source i think it would serve everyone really well absolutely i I totally agree because it seems with social media and uh with technology uh, we aren't living in the now we're living in the what if and what someone else is doing and we're not being cognizant of what the present is, which is a gift. Yeah. And I think we get so caught up in comparing. Mm-hmm. I think I forget the one quote is something like, I think by Buddha, if just allowing someone, like to light someone else's candle doesn't mean that yours will be diminished. Woo! Right. Right? And, and I think a lot of times now, especially, it's like, what can I do? Where will I be? How can I do that? Take the I out of it. Mm-hmm. And, and one of my favorite proverbs <coughs> is, I am because we are. Yeah. And so if we really, if we think about that, right, we, we, we're not giving up anything. We're utilizing our own skills, our own passions. Mm-hmm. Um, someone once taught me that if you break the word passion down, it, it, it breaks down into three words pass I on mm-hmm. so again mm-hmm. if you connect to your source if you connect to your passion it's not about competing it's not about social media in a sense yeah it's good social media is good for raising awareness yeah. connecting in the community and whatnot but it's really about doing doing what you should do from your heart and for the right reasons and mm-hmm. not competing because right. you'll always be lost yeah there'll always be someone better right you know yeah. when you do that though it's kind of a relief when you actually start to practice that Yes. Because I always mm-hmm. say it's enough light for everybody to shine, exactly. you know, yes. and, and what you're same supposed thing. to have is what you're going to get. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. what the route is. You're still going to end up with the same thing. Yes. So once you start, stop focusing so much on me, 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 mm-hmm. and just let some go and share a bit, you'd be surprised, you know, what comes back. That's right. And I think I'm a testimony to that. You know, and Nicole knew me before I started working at Wayne County Safe, and it was a mess. You know what I'm saying? But I felt the need to have to fight, fight, fight to try to get ahead. And then once I just said, you know what? Surrender. I surrender. Whatever's supposed to yeah, happen is right. going to happen. Yeah. And then I just opened myself up. And, and when I used to get upset, I would go and help other people. If mm. I was helping people a lot, I was really in a bad place. And then that helped me feel better. But then mm-hmm. doing that also brought a lot of goodness to me. That's right. So now I'm always... Because I know it's going to come back, and whatever Serving. I'm supposed to have is going to come back. So but, it's, it's a release. But the difference is that you're, you're self-aware yeah. and yep. that you have a balance now. Yeah. Because it's so much when you yeah. can be distracted in helping others that you're not fulfilling and refilling that's that true. tank. That's true. You know, so it's important about having, like you said, that namaste, mm-hmm. but yet finding your healing and your love through serving others mm-hmm. so it's always a balance and you know, during this women's equality day it's hard for us as women to have a balance oh, like we're talking about that every woman has and every person has their own light but society has taught us to compete with other women mm-hmm. yes. and don't let me start rapping flawless y'all <laughs> <laughs> the social political and economic power of the sexes dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 
But you know, it's 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 com- you know being competitive about looks and and just you know and, and there's nothing and, and there's nothing more worse than that because when another woman does good, we all do good. That's mm-hmm. right. You know, and so that's the beauty of working with alpha females and and being friends with alpha females like this in the, in the room because there's so much power in that. That's right. It and is. I, if I say, there's a, another quote. I always use quotes. Everyone uh, knows me as the quote, quote lady. lady. <laughs> but Mahatma Gandhi said, right, the best way to find yourself is to lose yourself yes. in the service of others. Yeah, absolutely. So I think exactly what Sharon was saying and then like Nicole was saying, having that balance. Mm-hmm. Because I think especially today, right, a lot of people say, well, women need to do this, this, and this. And they're selfish if they do this, this, and this. But I don't believe that. I think the more you fulfill yourself, right, and fill your love tank, yes. the better you are for others and can provide that which is of highest service. So mm-hmm. I think you're right. Balance is key. Balance mm-hmm. is key. So I like that love type concept. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Joe's in on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> Joe bought that. Is it's, your love tank filled, Joe? Uh, my love tank is pretty full right now. Okay. It's full of love. I'm overflowing. That is oh. great. Well, he has Iggy too. He yes. has Iggy. Yes, Iggy. That is. helps, actually. Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. It helps a whole lot. You know what else helps? Being able to say no and not feeling bad about it. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yeah, sometimes you have to be able to say, look, I can't or, you know, because you, you have to be able to take that pause for you because a lot of times, uh, especially when it pertains to our families, oh God, sometimes yeah. it's yeah. very yeah. difficult to mm-hmm. separate oneself because mm-hmm. the concept of, you know, all for one and one for all is probably best exemplified of a family. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Whatever that family unit is, because even your friends are the family that you choose. So. Yeah. Oh, I like that. But you know, my best relationships are those who say, so my best friend and I talk about Nikita. Sometimes I'll call her and she'd be like, are, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, she'd be like, okay, I'm going to call you tomorrow. <laughs> I just don't want to deal with it right now. I just want, I just want space. And that doesn't mean that I don't love you. I don't like you. I don't care. Because first, she's going to ask, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's also, can you just respect that I just want personal time right now? And that's fine. I'm not going to yeah. die. We're all going to live. That's and she'll call back the next day. And then my questions to her, are, are you okay? Is everything okay? Because what people fail to realize is that people go through stuff. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't oh, have yeah. anything to do with you. Right. And if somebody needs personal space, that's okay give it to them it's a respect factor a lot of people get so offended when you say no and i don't really lie about it it's kind of like i just i just i might not even feel like it today no i don't want to that's okay too it's not taken away from you take yourself out of the equation and understand that that's more about me Mm. so i think that the relationships that i have that are like that where they're very truthful very open very honest those are the ones that usually last for a very long time and those are the ones that i appreciate the most yeah, relationships based on like the truth of who you are as a person always like because if somebody can accept like the worst parts of you mm-hmm. and allow you to still be that without having you know any personal feelings about it yeah that's somebody that's gonna always be around and that's gonna mm-hmm. always be honest with you mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah. That's where the magic happens, I think, in authentic, you know, being authentic. It is. is. Saying no is a sign of self-respect. So Mm -hmm. the more you respect you, 
we go yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get I'm even deeper but the law of attraction right yeah. like if you have that within you you're going to attract those around you that also mm -hmm. support that yep. and respect that and like all things some things don't serve you or have a time and a place and they're meant to drop off then you I think the key is learning when to let go because yeah. they'll keep showing up sometimes but and again the more self-aware as Nicole had said about awareness the more you know that the more you will honor yourself in letting things go that don't serve you. Yeah, and, and attachment can sometimes be the most difficult part. That's right. Yeah, mm -hmm. Especially when you're emotionally invested in something. That's right. It's harder to, to separate yourself, even just in the hypothetical sense. Mm -hmm. It's harder to separate yourself from it mm -hmm. than it is something that you're not personally invested in. So. But I wonder why that is, though. Let's look at that. Like why, why? That's how we built. That's <laughs> just how we're built. That's how we're built as human beings. Is it? <laughs> yeah, think I think so. so. <clears throat> I think so. Like, um, <clears throat> I have some very strange beliefs about like the nature of the human spirit. Like, um, it's it's like you were saying the whole the whole concept of namaste. It's, I mean, it, it's based kind of similarly in, in the belief that we're all the same entity. Like when you get right down to it, at the at the basis of human existence, we're all the same person. So how I treat another person is a reflection of how I should treat myself. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's the golden rule. It's right. it's mm -hmm. quantum physics. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Everything started with the the Big Bang. So right. in essence, we're all composed of the same materials that were always here. Mm -hmm. yes. So. I mean, it, in, in theory, it's all related. It, everything is everything is related. So, it, and if that informs your perspective, you tend to be a little bit more compassionate. You tend to be a little bit yes. more. Yeah. So it, it's easier for you to, and then at the same time, it's harder for you to kind of separate yourself from certain situations. That's what I wonder when you bring in that, that <clears throat> when that emotional yeah. factor comes mm -hmm. along. That's what I wonder about. Yeah. At this time, it seems as if I really needed to hear that. Um, I, I struggle and um, I, I talked to Sharon and Melissa about this I struggle in my intersectionality um, I have different movements that try to pull me this way that way but the one thing is I won't speak for any one group I won't stand up for any one group I stand up for everyone because I can't be placed in a box and I feel like we have so much more similarities than we have differences and yeah. you know Sharon and I are trying to change focuses on how we talk about the LGBT community and I want to change focuses about how we talk about race because it's important to know the differences but okay once you know them how much more are we similar so I really needed to hear that Joe yeah the, the similarities are always the most important factor but it's always the first factor that the powers that be tend to try to distract us from wow. you know to create um, division yeah yes. oh absolutely yeah. yes yeah that's the it's absolutely the, division drives 90 percent of western society like oh, yeah it, it, it's it's all about taking advantages of of the things that we can most visibly see you know mm -hmm. like it, it's harder to, to pin down similarities because our similarities go down so deep it's not mm. our similarities aren't ever worn on the outside yeah like you can right. always find something appearance wise or about somebody's external being mm -hmm. to point out that's different than another person's you so that's what, easy you know what i think too because i work so i work with with uh, marginalized communities more so and what i've decided to do when i talk to you know the staff about it is dispel the myths that we're so different once you get people in a room 
and they start to have conversations, first of all, you just have to create the space. Yeah. Start the conversation. And okay. once people can get together and realize that we're a lot more alike than what we thought, that's when the magic starts to happen. Oh, yeah. So even oh, for yeah. the LGBT community, and I was even talking to Nicole because I have a presentation I have to do next year sometime. And I was talking to her about LGBT, LGBTQIA plus da -da 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 -da, sensitivity training. And one of the things that I want to do is when I'm talking to people about the LGBT community is talk less about how we're different and more about how we're alike. Yeah. Because last night, for example, I was in the lift and um, I was talking to the, the lift driver and he was saying, you know, my aunt is a is a lesbian and, and she, you know, kind of dresses like you. And, you know, he was saying that she has a hard time because, you know, people assume that she wants to be a man. And he was like, I don't get that from you. I mean, I know you got the clothes on. And I said, but I never said I wanted to be one. And I said, and the reason that you're starting to push all that aside is because we're having a conversation and you're starting to get to know me and you're starting to realize I'm not that much different than everybody else aside from my clothes. Right. So I think what you said is true, Joe, where people focus so much on this is different and we're different and we're di it's a divide and conquer situation. Oh yeah. But oh, you yeah, put everybody together at a table and really start having a conversation. That's where beautiful relationships started to be formed. And a lot of respect starts to happen. Oh yeah, and it, I mean in the art, and like be me, be me, and me being a musician and like one that's a creative, um, art kind of has an important role to play in that because yes. art is probably one of the most relatable things Absolutely. between like ethnicities and cultures. Mm -hmm. Like we all can share that same thing. It's universal. It's a common language. It's universal. It's a common language. Yeah. It's so a human experience. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, and a lot of times in my creation, and I associate with a lot of other creatives that try to um, push that in their art. So and it's another way to, to, to really kind of instill that message. Yeah. And I was just going to say sort of uh, on, the, on this topic is that every human being wants to be loved and wants to be happy mm -hmm. no matter what. Right. So I think if we all understand that and take a step back, like like you uh, were saying, Sharon and Joe as well, I find that for it's really part. Sometimes the human experience we have to be in control or feel comfortable, and so people like to label things for their own comfort. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. they get uncomfortable if they can't put you in a category, yep. right, or to label. And I think that's that sometimes the biggest struggle because you not only dis you do a dis you're disrespecting another person. Mm -hmm. But you're also disrespecting yourself. Yeah. So the idea of labeling is another divisive thing. Which is why I hate labeling in the LGBT community. God. But I know, I know, I get why we do it. But I just, and I say this, and I'll say it every episode if I have to. I just feel like <clears throat> the labels put us in these boxes that people are scrambling to try to fit in. Because somebody said that this is what you should do based off of that label. And that's not that's true. Right. I am Sharon first and foremost and whatever that means is who I am. I am a blank That's canvas right. that has decided to add my own colors, patterns, textures and everything else. Mm -hmm. It might even be a spray of scent here and there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> but that's who I am. And and what happens is, and I, I'll say, well, I'm masculine and center because it's easy for me to say, if somebody says describe you, I'll say that. And people instantly know what that means. But that's not that's not that's just a portion of who I am. And I feel like sometimes with people with labels, 
even in the LGBT community or just period, black people, white people, like this is what you feel like you have to be based off of whoever said this is what this is. Right. And I feel like as people, it takes away from us. Sure does. And I hate it. I was going to say too, in working with human trafficking survivors, everybody likes to label mm -hmm. them as victim, mm -hmm. as, you know, um, less than, yeah. has been through that. And I'm like, that's not your job or my job. Uh, and that's why a lot don't self-identify, right? They, they go by their spirit, their soul, their, their method of survivorship of what they've been yes. through. Mm -hmm. And unless you actually identify that, you're not going to connect with them in any, and them, I mean, in that sense, those that right. I'm working with, that's not going to happen. So I really also try to, when I do a lot of trainings and just discussion and conversation, try to just have people have that like aware quotient like mm -hmm. turned on to say it's not it's not about you labeling somebody that comes in to, to see right it's not creating that divide the minute that somebody comes in it's moving your chair away from your desk it's sitting yes. outside on the curb yes. it's having that conversation yep. and connecting because again that's where good stuff can happen mm -hmm. but yes. I think it's more about that other person and their comfortability yes. yeah so I, bullies, I, they're bullies. And, and bu yeah, so I think it's a lack of, uh, they're not secure, mm -hmm. and it's also, as I said before, ego. Mm -hmm. We like to mm -hmm. attach ego to everything because we have to be right, we have to feel safe, we have to feel good, but in the, in the, all, in the long run, we're making the other person not safe. Right. We're always dividing it between me and you, <coughs> me and other, mm -hmm. right? And if, I'm going to go back a little bit, but I remember back in the day when I was in college, I, I really liked Simone de Beauvoir. And she always talked about, like, there's going to be one and the other. Uh -huh. And I think mm -hmm. that's e re really present now, too, in the sense of we still create those categories because there's all the issue is always about power. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I, that's what I'm it's so, really highlighted now. So too. what made you get into, you know, wanting to, to work with human trafficking survivors? And, mm. you know, you're pretty phenomenal. I've watched you. You know, during certain times of the year with certain events like the auto show, in my mind, I'm picturing you. I already told you in like this this room with this jacket on. <laughs> like Melissa's like doing these things. I don't know what you're doing. Melissa's here. Yeah, but you know, it's pretty intense, and I know you've helped a lot of people. And I personally know answering the phone sometimes that people seek you out from all over everywhere, and they were pretty adamant about talking, and they'll keep calling back. And I'm like, yeah, she's not here right now. But like, what what made you want to um, to be involved that way and, and get to the level that you are? Well, if, if everyone's open to listening, so w where I grew I, up, I'm, I'm sitting up intently. Joe, <laughs> with bated breath and ears open. Um, yes. So where I grew, I grew up on the, in Southwest Detroit, and I can remember specifically the day, right? I think that was a point of awareness. Mm -hmm. um, my mom and I would always take walks everywhere and this and that, and I would always see women working that, um, working Michigan Avenue, so to speak. Okay. And I would always, I was always curious, like, what's happening? Why are they there? What's happening to them when they're picked up, right? And so my mom and I had really frank discussions about it, my dad as well. And so I had that sense of, I want to know more, and I was always curious as to what steps or circumstances were different for myself compared to her. Mm. Because I thought that, it, not that it just wasn't fair, but it, it just wasn't respectful and it wasn't humane. 
And so in all of the work that I did in college and every summer when I would come home and that I, I was really involved with alternatives for girls and I made it my mission, so to speak, to do street outreach and to do that. And so my, my I don't even want to say goal, but part mm -hmm. of my education, right? Mm -hmm and part of what I'm supposed to do here, because I believe I'm called to do it, yes. was to learn from every person that I spoke with. I wanted to know what their story was. Okay. Again, let's talk about labels. They're, you know, they're, they're called whore, they're called crackhead, they're called yep. prostitute, sex worker, you know, whatever. Other words I'm not gonna say. Mm -hmm. But I'm, and I remember clear as day, a few of the women I would speak with, right? It could be one in the morning, three in the morning, okay. four in the afternoon. And they said, the thing we appreciate about you is you want to hear our story. Right. And then as I started going into it, I worked for AFG and ran their outreach program. And every woman was pretty much sexually abused when they were yes. younger. And so I started to make that correlation of their pain and their suffering was now made as a profit for somebody else. Mm -hmm. And as it is Women's Equality Day, I know, and I'm, I'm going to point that out again. And I thought that wasn't fair because, again, and I'm... I'm pro-woman, whatever she wants to do. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do sex work, that's cool. But you should be getting paid for it. Yeah. You shouldn't be physically abused for it. Mm -hmm. And you should have the right to do what you want to do. Right. So um, I thought, well, to, much, to whom much is given, much is required. We know that. that. And I, I grew up in a house that was always full of love. And um, my parents always said, everyone puts their pants on the same way, mm -hmm. one leg at a time. And if somebody needs something, then you should be there to help them out. Right. Um, or just to be there, right? And so I think it, through my career, it's sort of evolved in that way that I always had a focus on women on the street. I think because they're the underdog and I'm, I'm sort of the underdog. I always like to look at the underdog. Mm -hmm. I think that um, everyone <coughs> says they don't have a voice. That's absolutely wrong. They do have a voice, but we choose to ignore them. Ooh or we choose to label them, or we choose to just put them in that box yeah. and say, oh, that's sad, and that we're sorry about that, but what can we do? Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot of things we can do, which I'll get to in a minute, but so, yeah, so in New York, I worked in New York City for many years, and here, that was always the thing. Um, also, I, and I didn't want them to be penalized for their choices, meaning they were brought into that life a lot of times by their right. own family, by their own, someone on their block, um, and they were vulnerable. Right. And so now, you know, like back in New York, I worked for a, a human trafficking corporate in the Bronx. And I said, you know, when they come through, we cannot send them to jail again. Mm -hmm. that, that, how is that really, you know, that, that we're failing ethically, morally, and in every other way. And so then we would connect uh, women and girls. And again, boys, young boys are also victims. I primarily work with girls and women, but just want to say, but so, and, and so that happened there. And then, and then I made the choice of coming back to Detroit about five years ago, because I felt that there was a lot of work that needed to be done here yes. because they were ignored. So, right. so that's one, that's a long answer. I don't that's hope fine. that made sense, Sister. but Wonderful. I get asked that a lot. And I do a lot of work with women in the jails too. And yeah. a lot of women ask me that question. Mm -hmm. Because I and I think it's important to be transparent in a sense of they're like, well, what have you been through? Have you done that? And I will say, no, I personally haven't. But here's what I have done, and here's how. That's why I honor that other person for peer support and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's a sign of respect too, is being again authentic. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Absolutely. And I think that's where trust is built. Yes. Yeah. It's caring. I think you, you have to care and you know one thing that I've learned over time 
is I can learn from other people's experiences. I don't necessarily have right. to go through what other people go through to know that that's probably not the best choice for me. Um, right. But you do start to care, you know, and the fact that it was even in you to, to walk around, you know, with your mom and, and see that and just have a curiosity right. about it and just want to fight for them is huge. You know, sometimes, and I haven't done it in a long time, I need to start doing this again. But, like, some mornings I would wake up and go buy breakfasts at Coney Island and take them to homeless people, and I would actually sit there with them and eat them. And people would say, are you crazy? And I'm like, no, why I got to be crazy? Right. You know, some of the, the, I've heard some of the best stories, ideals, and um, situations from them. And where people think that certain people are the way they are because they may have a mental illness or this or that or the other. Some people are there because of tragedy. Yeah. Some people are there because they just gave up. Some yeah. people are there because they just need just a small person to give a shit about them. That's right. And actually give them a boost to be okay. That's right. Some people are veterans. Some people are, I mean, you know, it, it, you never can tell. But what bothers me with people is that they don't have the capacity to sit there and listen to somebody and give a shit. Yeah, it it, it takes time. empathy. Yeah, it, it takes does. empathy. Yeah. And that's, that's something that's in short supply, unfortunately, in our society. We're programmed almost from <clears throat> the time we enter from the time we hit school age we're programmed to compete with each other mm-hmm. you know right. what i'm saying i mean it, it's yeah. it's ingrained in us to compete not to be able to to show empathy not to be able to step into somebody else's shoes not to be able to just take that minute to be able to listen to another person just give the person that extra consideration if, if there was more of that, we'd probably be in a lot better place just on a whole. Yeah. And I know Nicole and I have talked about it, Joe, what you were saying. There's a big difference, and I learned this from women, uh, between empathy and sympathy. Yeah, yes. there is. There and is. a lot of people, I think when you become the sympathetic person, again, that's that divide. Mm-hmm. That's like, here's me and here's you. And you've made those choices, and mm-hmm. um, again, it's about be- creating and looking at that as the other, right. or mm-hmm. less than, really, and that that's not respectful, so and there's a big difference. And I feel as if everyone has privilege, and it's up to us to recognize our privilege, our prejudices, and our biases. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I right. feel like once you do that, you can really, truly walk authentically. Yet, I feel like it can be a guise when... Um, you you say you don't see a person's true self in front of you once you get to know them. You have to understand that you you are not, you know, I feel like in our communities, it's the oppression Olympics, right? <laughs> so, you know, me being LGBT, African-American, indigenous, like, I feel as if, you know, we celebrate a lot of times um, our pain. And I know... That is a good thing. That is our, you know, ancestral DNA. That is who we are. Yet I also feel as if we need to talk about our accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel as if if we really looked beyond slavery and we looked beyond uh, a lot of the historical trauma that I know is there. We know is there. But yet I want to, and I'm, I'm teaching this with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Like I, I want to show her like your mother showed you. I want to have conversations with her like your mother did with you. Because mm-hmm. I want her to be aware. But I want her to know that there's options in her truly looking at herself as a queen. Yeah. And knowing that society may throw this at you, but you catch it. What you going to do with it? That's yeah. Right. That's right. And I think that's key, too. Just, just say what's on the table. Just say, okay, we got issues here. 
but how can we work towards them? Right. And that's the same as, as not allowing one's circumstances or their past to dictate the person that they are. But you yes. know what, too? Yeah. That's where we have power. I mean, think about it. The platforms right. that we're being blessed to have, how much mm-hmm. of a blessing is it to be here? Seriously. Like, I, I have been through a lot of things, and even the smallest of things I just learned to appreciate. Right. There may not be millions, thousands, hundreds. I don't know how many people listen to this thing. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, if it's two people that listen, and That's we've right. impacted them some kind of way, we've done something. Exactly. So we have a platform. And, like, you know, affirmations. Shout out to affirmations. Because I was getting tired of always, when you're talking about the community, the LGBT community, it's always... Let's sit in a circle and talk about the woe is me's and shit. Like, right. we all know we fucked up. We all know shit happened. Like, can we do something else? So Affirmations worked with General Motors to have the LEAD Institute. And the LEAD Institute actually brings out people in the community from yes. all sectors of the community and really sits us down and examines, you know, where we've been. It's like it strips you and builds you up. So it's that it examines where you've been, what you want to do, what you've done, where you'll be good at, all of this stuff. And when I, when I took that, I was just like, man, that's, it's, this is just such a positive turn mm-hmm. from sitting in a circle talking about the bad mm-hmm. shit all the time. They, look, right. they looked at us, because right. I, I was the cohort before Sharon. Uh, they looked at us as our entire being, like who mm. we are, what you talked about earlier, Joe, Melissa. Um, and, and that's so important. But they wanted to get to know our story, like you said, Melissa. Mm. And, and I think it's, it's so, so important to realize that you said if one or two people are touched or impacted who yeah. listens to this, we've done our job. That is what the three of us do every day when mm-hmm. we go on to work. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't stop sexual assault. We can't stop oppression. We can't stop violence. We know our city is hurting. We know our city is healing, though. Mm-hmm. And we know that we make a difference every time we walk through that door. Absolutely. Because we impact one or two people. And we impact and help each other to keep doing the work. But it's right. a bubble effect. It's a ripple. Because mm, we right. help two people. Them two people going to help people. Yeah. Those people are going to help people. Yeah. You know, and and we're all involved in a lot of different stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So many different things. And I think some people, like, in starting some things, it's like people are concerned about numbers. Well, how many? I don't care <laughs> about how many. All I know is when you do what you're supposed to do, if God has given you a platform. That's right. And you do what you're supposed to do with it. Whatever is supposed to happen is going to happen. Yeah. You can't control yeah. all of this. But what I know is when I do what I'm supposed to do, the people that catch on to it catch on to it, and it builds from there. Right. Divine alignment. Absolutely. I was going to say, too, I remember back in the Bronx, and I, and I try to do that here, there was a, a session where um, I was lucky enough to connect with Dr. Chopra, Deepak Chopra, ooh, ooh. and he worked with me to create a um, yoga program for women in the Bronx mm-hmm. who were in jail or who were coming through um, on different sentences and whatnot. And so he, he sent me uh, one, uh, um, in particular, a trauma-informed yoga instructor. Her name is Shivani. And our birthdays are the same date, so I said that was universal yes. alignment, too. Mm-hmm. But the point is, there was one particular participant who told us that she used the breathing techniques that we've shared with her. Mm-hmm. And same here in Wayne County. They just brought it up the other day. It was a peace mantra that everyone can do. A peace begins with me, right, if you touch every finger to your thumb. But one woman was in a, she was part of a gang in the South Bronx, but she had said she was using that breathing technique something so simple and free 
um, within her own community, with, uh, like those other girls that lived in her building with her. Mm-hmm. And instead of reacting, because we all react sometimes out of anger, fear, frustration, rightly so, she then would rely on that. And she literally said that helped change her life wow. um, in a sense of be connecting to that breath before doing something else. And the whole point of that was realizing that she had the power the whole time and reacting and doing those things is what everyone else thought about her and told her that she was going to be. And we said, you don't have to be that. You have to honor that essence that's, again, that source. That's what's really inside of you. That's not mm-hmm. who you are. You're a person of peace, of love, of abundance, of harmony. And so you honor yourself when you create that. And she began starting up a program for other girls on her block wow. to do that. And so that's it's like you're saying, that's that platform. That's that platform. That's what I'm and, it, and it takes. That's beautiful. And it takes. It takes. It works. And you know what? It's it's crazy because exposure. Yep. In our communities, a lot of things, there isn't a lot of exposure. And, you know, even with Naomi's Nest, we work in Naomi's Nest. And, you know, I I will admit, you know, growing up, my mother had an attitude about um, addicts or, you know, people who have abused drugs or things of that nature. And... It took me a very long time to get that out of my head. Mm. That programming. So, yeah. Yes. So Nicole asked me one day, she's like, why are you so passionate about, you know, drug addiction and stuff all of a sudden? I was like, because I own time. Wow. And when you actually sit there and listen to them, and, and that's when I, I think I talked to you about it too, you and did. I'm saying yeah. the correlation between the sexual assault and the drug abuse and the relapse. Yep, that's right. Because you go through these treatments and then you get out and then... You go see your abuser again. You've never, you've never That's had right. any counseling. You never had any support. The family just might not have supported you and swept it under the rug. And then, boom! Next thing you know, you're right back using again. So what we're doing, you know, and shouts out to Maria and Monica, you yes, know, yes, with Naomi's sure. Nest and the, the gardening and stuff. And we've really, you know, working with them there to come up with with treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, so in addition to you getting treatment for the addiction. You're also getting the treatment for the sexual assault. And a lot of them in that group that I was running, they all were survivors of sexual assault, whether it had been as a child or as an adult. And so when I heard all of that, it made me look at them differently. Like, you're just kind of a victim of circumstance, and this is your outlet. It doesn't make Mm -hmm. you a bad person. And and for somebody who's worked at many treatment centers with sexual assault survivors, I would say that the treatment centers mirror society they want to tackle the surface which is let's give them 12 steps and <laughs> they learn some coping skills and everything will be fine uh and and i will say that um the women and, and men that are in these treatment centers are some of the most brilliant and multi-layered and faceted people and i know melissa knows this from working with that community as well and you have to get to the root that's right that is whether you are dealing with substance abuse issues, trauma, right. abandonment. You have right. to get to the root of it. And as somebody who is constantly healing, constantly working, um, this this recent year I have gotten to the root of my pain, and I'm still trying to work through it. But I realize that we're drawn to this work. We're called to this work for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But it's to uplift others so that I know that nobody else will feel the way those women felt the way we felt in times of pain and sorrow. So I want to say that it was it was wonderful that you took that group over because I knew I was going to leave it in good hands. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sharon was doing the group when she didn't, she wasn't even getting paid. 
she was doing a group with me and uh it it just you know I'm, I'm glad you're keeping it going you've made it bigger than i thought it would be Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Shout out to Shira. Because <laughs> <laughs> people just need it, you know. Yep. And and there have been times in my life where I think things would have been different for me had somebody listened or gave a shit or not judged. Yeah. You know. But then at the same time, had I not gone through that stuff, I wouldn't be who I am today. Yeah. And it's just like I said, the platform thing is the blessings, and I'm just in a yep. position to give back and and hopefully. It works, and you know what? It does because we see people from there that come in there, mm-hmm. and they smile and they hug you so tight. And you know, I look healthy. I'm doing good. You know, and and it's a beautiful thing to see, knowing that you kind of had an influence in that, and and that the place that you work is a safe place where they feel safe enough and they trust you enough That's to right. come. And it's continuing on. And I don't care what nobody say. You know, we laugh and talk in that office, but we put in work. <laughs> we 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 do a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I think we plant a lot of seeds. Oh, yeah. I say this humbly. I'm not, you know, whatever. But because there's a, a few women I'm thinking about, but one in particular, I met her I'm out on, you know, responding to a case a few months ago. She also had went through the program. Mm-hmm. And now she's in a, um, another program uh, more, you know, to protect confidentiality, I won't say. But it's a long-term program. So she had connected with myself. She had connected with Sharon. She had connected with another staff member. And I think you just never know. And I, she's, she's well over 30, we'll say. So, um, and it's never too late. Yes. Because like I say, healing can take place when you're five or 90. Yes. And don't give up on it. Yes. And like say, someone give a shit, right? Or like a, stop with them for a minute or two. Yeah. And um, this woman had identified as a sex worker and um, but she said, wow, you know, you listen to me. You listen to what I had to say. I, I saw another side to things. I'm, you know, I'm like, yeah, what else? I said, yeah, what else is out there? Yeah. You're a mother, a grandmother, and, you know, an aunt, and you do all these things. Honor that, right? And like Nicole mm-hmm. said, go down to the root. Like mm-hmm. I'm over the Band-Aid thing of just putting yes. that. Mm-hmm. And that, come on, man. And a lot of these programs, not for nothing, because maybe sometimes low staffing or whatnot, but we need comprehensive. I say emotional, physical, and spiritual. Yeah. Some aspect, mm-hmm. uh, because it's a to- we we are a total as women, as humans, uh, as males. Joe's here. Um, we <laughs> we are more than just one label again. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think we need to respect that and in, mm-hmm. in how we also work with uh, those that we work with. Yeah. That's yes. something. They're a blessing. Yeah. I they teach so much me. From them. Yeah. Right. And right. you know what? And they right. love you so much. They love you. You know, when I was at Naomi's Nest one time and I had an issue with my son, and I told him, I said, you know, I'm going to kind of be a little weird today because this is going on. I'm always very transparent with them. I'm always honest with them, and I think that's what they like. I'm like, I ain't no different than y'all. That's right. It's just a door separating us, and when y'all get out, y'all can do the same stuff. Exactly. You know, but they were more worried about me, and it went on for, like, weeks after that. And I'm like, I'm okay. I need to worry about, no, are you okay? And, you know, I think they just need somebody to care. That's all. Or to listen. Yeah. I think people forget yeah. the power in listening, active mm-hmm. listening. Uh, I can't tell you some <laughs> some sessions I've had, um, counseling sessions where, you know, the person just purges. And, you know, I, I allow myself to be present and to be silent. It's so much power in being mm-hmm. silent, whether that's with others or whether that's with your, within yourself. 
you know, I would drive home with no music on. Try that. Try driving home and not hearing, talking, doing anything. Just be in the moment and be silent. Reflect on the day. Reflect on who you are. And that's power in that. And I think the people listen to respond and they don't listen to hear. Exactly. And when you, when you give yourself and give that person the honor to be in that space together, that's where trust is. And that sounds like what you did. And that sounds like what you did. And I, I just want to give a shout out to C.D. Sar. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a wonderful activist, mother. Um, she ran uh, for state senate. Um, she is an amazing woman. And um, also, uh, we're, we're trying to... She she did a ice she um was speaking at an ice rally and someone broke into her car and stole her laptop and Are you serious? yes and um so right now um I'll send something put something on our page we're trying to do a GoFundMe they stole all of her stuff out of no. her car yes and um and so we just want to just have lift her up and and so she doesn't have to work um and worry about that 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 we sh- we sh- we can let her know that she's appreciated. Um, but she said something so powerful. And I heard this through through Second Lens, so I'm going to let Sharon tell it. But it was about the word of empowerment. Oh. And a lot of our organizations and a lot of activists think we're going to go out in the community and we're going to empower people. We're going to give them empowerment. We're going to give them something they've never had before. But what is something powerful that if you remember that, that was around what CD said about empowerment? CD uh, was very blatant and saying for you to give me power and what makes you think that I don't already have it bam when we come into communities and like people always want to work with Detroit that's the hot thing when to come into the city and we're going to do this and we're going to I said have you ever asked the people in Detroit what the hell they want (laughs) you you don't even really come here you automatically just assume that you know what the Detroiters (laughs) want because that's what you think or because of your experience I am right and so that right. goes to what she's saying, like, how dare you tell me that I'm not already powerful. Right. I'm just right. in a situation right now. So it's about how you come into people. Yes. Yeah, I, and, and what I always say is working with the women that I work with, again, I don't just say survivor. It, it's usually their name that I will refer. But the context is I'm like, let's think about what they've really been through. Yeah. If, if they don't know, if, if that's not a sign of power and mm-hmm. strength, and resilience they're way further ahead than i am so who am i Mm -hmm. to even to even utter anything like that and that's how they'll look at you who are you to correct what kind of power you think you got you can even give me when we're out doing something yeah and i'm glad yeah because the teaching needs to be had absolutely Mm -hmm. okay absolutely that's all i'm gonna say put the books away yeah. And open the ears and Put connect the, with man, your hearts. Books, boy, Put the books. books away and open up your ears and your heart. That's right. It is no better teaching Say that again. Open your heart and your ears. I feel like yep. we have lost the grassroots yep. of what it means to be womanist, feminist, yep. humanist, whatever you want to call yourself. Mm-hmm. But the, the movement did not start from a clinical aspect. It came <laughs> around women sitting around a table, women and femmes, because this shout out to black black trans women who started Pride, all right? So yeah. so this, this be honest, like it started around people having conversations like this. And mm-hmm. I think we've lost it. We've lost it by requirements of, you know, are you, are you doing CBT today or, you know. Trauma informed. <laughs> 
You're WTF next. is trauma informed. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> That's what I say in my clinical presentation. <laughs> Put your books away. Put your highlighters yeah. away. Yeah. And you know, you know what I tell them? I say, yeah. this is why you lost those 10 survivors that yeah. sat in front of you yeah. in that ER because you were more concerned about charting them the right way yeah. when they were done in 13 minutes because you ignored them. Yep. Yes. That's it. And yep. any any other person I'm training or working with, I yell, I do yell at I can be a little direct. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, and, and I say, <laughs> if I see that book, uh, I'll do something with it, but, but put them away. I'll use it for something. But put it away and listen. Yeah. You're going to learn more in 45 minutes with that person yes. than you did a whole semester. Yes. Because we get so caught up and again, telling them what to do or being ahead they're already 10 steps ahead of me every single time so I, i'm gonna lose that battle every time too you, you know what i think it is i think it's fear yeah yeah i think yeah. if people hide behind their titles they hide behind their degrees That's right. and they hide around and behind techniques and workbooks mm -hmm. because if you really look eye to eye with a person and you really are open and vulnerable and willing to learn and willing to grow yeah. and willing to walk aside the journey of anybody who's hurting then you're going to open up some doors and you're going to grow amongst yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that those clinical terms and those techniques and workbooks don't work. Right. But I'm saying put it away for a little bit and mm -hmm. ask right. yourself and ask them, That's right. what can I do in this present to right. truly be effective for you? And, you know, I was just doing a training um, a few months ago and there it was a room full of maybe 100 people. And so I asked everyone, you know, do me a favor, raise your hand, who's been through a trauma-informed webinar training of some sort, right? Mm -hmm. And these were professional, so to speak, quotes, people, you know, people. And so pretty much every single person raised their hand. So I said, do me a favor. We got about five minutes before I get into the nitty gritty. Tell me in one or two sentences, what does trauma-informed therapy or, or, you know, interaction really look like or mean? Mm no one raised their hand <laughs> and, and i like some silence sometimes so yes. i said i'm gonna wait until somebody raises their hand mm -hmm. so again the point is we're so again it's a disconnect it's a division of wanting to have that you know and, and people keep saying well you're not teaching us the right thing we're missing things no no you're not because you're again we're not choosing to be present yeah. There are yeah. indicators, there are certain things, but sometimes trauma-informed means just sitting with somebody yes. and appreciating their story for where it's at right now because yes. it ain't your job to fix anything. Right. Anything. You, you don't have that, that power. Time? I need yeah, it ain't your <laughs> job to fix, F-I-X, anything because you're, you got your own stuff to fix and, you, and that's not, you're not here on some pedestal for that. How about you just sit there and talk and share certain things and maybe give a resource or two. But if you do your job right, they'll reach out to you. Because we know trust is number one. If they don't trust you, that's null and void. Right. That's it. I mean, I get calls from survivors from four years ago. They've moved to another state. Mm -hmm. But again, it's about planting that seed. And I say, I know you're good. I know you can survive. I know you're going to do what you're going to do, but I'm here if you need me. Right. And mm -hmm. if I'm not here, here's, you know, here's what you do. They reach out. So, and it's also, again... It's a, sometimes people lose trust in themselves, I think. Yeah. They say, if I don't fix it, I'm not doing my job. Yeah. I think if, if we're focused on fixing it, we miss the whole point. Exactly. I think they need it. That, yeah, the people doing the they, work. Yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, yeah, they yeah. need it to validate them. They don't feel yeah. good already, so they need to feel like I fixed something or somebody mm. in order to feel okay. True. And if you go into a, the reverse, I think that's when everybody wins because okay. what happens there is it starts to become more about you. 
than the person. Right. To me, that's true freedom. That's true freedom and activism. That's true freedom and counseling and advocacy. That's what it's about. It's Mm -hmm. it's freedom equals choice. Right. And what does choice really mean? Because I say if we're doing, like, victim or survivor-centered work, uh, what I always say, and this has been, I've seen it highlighted in, you know, all kind of education Mm -hmm. stuff, but to maximize choice and to minimize the trauma. Mm-hmm. And again, it's all about choice because what I tell people is you're becoming their pimp because mm-hmm. you're making every choice for them. Yep. You're telling her she needs to go into treatment. Well, again, fuck that treatment. Maybe she mm-hmm. doesn't want that. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. she's still, he or she is dealing with that pain for the last 20 years that you ain't got to deal with. Right. Right. If you sent her there, she is going to last maybe eight hours if you're lucky because she'll get some food, she'll get you guys, and then she's done. So again, it's about maximizing that choice. And if you do your job right, you'll give her the resources that she can use when she's ready. Because yep. that's what true you know, success would be. Yep. And again, it's to validate, when you validate choice, mm-hmm. you validate the, uh, the other person. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what we need more of. Absolutely. I think. And it's hard to measure successes when it comes mm-hmm. to uh, engaging with the community and giving uh, resources given an active ear and right. and sometimes we don't always know the outcome yet mm-hmm. like we said if it's one or two people yet you know it, it gets very very frustrating that you know we work in a lot of these nonprofits and there's a lack of resources in the community and uh, they want to know what are your successes what are your successes mm-hmm. that survivor did everything right that person we are because they're alive we're alive that's right. And and so, you know, I, I get really frustrated <laughs> with with having to walk along uh, trying to say what a success is. And I don't have the right to say what a woman or a man or person's success is. That's right. I see it. But they have to define that. And and I don't, you know, I, I, I can't. I don't have that power. Success is sometimes them just taking information. Right. Success is them showing is, up. It, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, a huge success. One. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're real. Yeah. Oh, you meant what you, meant what you said. Yeah, yeah, sit down, have some coffee. That's we'll a talk. huge success. It's a big success. When people say, I don't want to do this, and then they turn around and, and they creep back in and they mad because you ain't called quick enough. That's success. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So oh, that's right. there, there are no statistics that can say anything. That's, it's, that's, that's where the being personable comes in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have that, like you'll never understand. So right. at the world of academia, you're not going to understand this because it's it's feelings, it's emotions. That's right. And you can't right. you can't put that in a you, you you can't put it in a book. Best thing you could do is go put somebody in that space and let them watch and learn. Mm-hmm. We all have our own path. I tell Nicole all the time, like you just throw me out there and stuff. I didn't have no. You know, she like, well, you gotta learn and it'll be okay. And then I, you know, I come back traumatized as hell, looking crazy, and my shirt is pulled to the side. But you know, I didn't, die and I, right, yes. I didn't die. Right? I didn't lie and I learned. And I guess I could say thank you for trusting that I could do it. But sometimes yeah. I'm like, are you serious? Right? Yeah, now? I'm serious. I'm one of those. She I'm has one. faith in you. Oh my that God. is the whole thing. Like. You know, as as a supervisor. Cheers to that. Cheers to, <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers to faith and show around. <laughs> Unfortunately, part of grassroots um, activism and advocacy, like Melissa knows, it is a lot of times we didn't get to get caught up. Like we just was like, you gotta go and do it. Like yeah. go out there, and she'll look at me like for a few seconds or minutes. I'm looking back at her like, what? Yeah. Like <laughs> figure it out. But then I get up and I go. But I'm still yeah, 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 yeah. 
And then you, uh, you, you, you know, the wings start going, and you're like, yeah. I did more than I thought I yes, could. Yes, that's what develops confidence. Yeah, I think for me, it's not knowing that I, it's not that I can't do it. It's you know, I'm. I like to prepare my mind, so the okay. spontaneity of it okay. is just like, but I'm not ready today. Is okay. But this you is the thing, Melissa. Didn't yep. our spontaneity and us not knowing give us all of the skills Amen. to be able? Yes. Amen. Yes. All day, every day. Because, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, unfortunately, I want to still be a support. Like, you can come yeah, back after yeah. you disheveled and, like, talk. <laughs> As I did. Get your shirt. <laughs> Tuck your shirt. Yeah, I did. Yeah, my shirt was out. Yeah, it was a very interesting day. But, the you know what? But, but, but the, 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 the client was very appreciative. And, um, you know, I think I made her feel safe and all of that good stuff without getting into so much but right, right. you walked um, with her yeah, yeah absolutely with her. absolutely that means everything and then i have a protective nature anyway so you right. know I, you really can't do much bullshit while i'm in the room I'm that's like, right i'm like no that don't work see so you were the perfect person for <laughs> yeah, the job i guess so see the okay, universe the universe, was in alignment a lot shout mm-hmm. out to universal alignment mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> all right yeah i guess so no but you know at the end of the day as long as you're helping that's what's important so that's right, and you learn a little something too. My dear. That's right. Surrender. <laughs> I always say every morning, I got to surrender <laughs> to the power greater than me, because I might have a sure idea of what's going to happen that day, and every time it's usually something different. Yeah, it's not not at all. So we when we detach mm-hmm. from the outcome, I think, um, and this is the Namaste part again. I've learned that when I detach from an outcome, I'm more present. Mm-hmm. I'm more aware of me. Mm-hmm. And then you really, as Dr. Chopra w- would say, you're open to infinite possibilities. Mm. And that's where, again, that magic happens, that so many great things could happen that you're not connected. Because I think they say, like, evolution and enlightenment happens with least resistance and flexibility. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes, I know me, sometimes I get so caught up in, like, well, maybe I should do this or that. I have to remind myself to, um, I have another quote in my office, I bend so I don't break. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right, mm-hmm. we we have to be, we we have to sort of become agile and move mm-hmm. because in that fluidity is where we can accomplish some really great things and we meet different people and we're open and we're used and cert, you know there was a plan for you that day to be used as as power and as support for that for that other person yeah and um, I think that's where some good stuff happens. Too. You know Surrender. what I think? I think the biggest part for me is you know there are evils in the world. But it's just to actually hear it. Uh, yeah, to you be know, there, yeah, firsthand. Or it's like, or what is you know what's what's going on with people? And and the problem with that too, it's not a lot of money, as we talk about it all the time in prevention. Um, right. It's it's we have to be very careful when we go to the schools and talk about things with the students and stuff like that. But just the level of evil in the world, it just it mm-hmm. gets it gets to me sometimes. But I'm just like I just. I don't understand. And that's and that's why spaces like this are so important. Because um, the energy is, you know, where we, we're, we're talking, we're being transparent, we're being open. And, you know, as I hear you, and I mean, just from knowing you, um, I know a lot of your strength comes from your mother. Uh, um, I know. Parents are um, great. <laughs> I know, yeah, her parents are great. Shout out to uh, Melissa Pierce. So, so Mac Daddy and the original I know, right? Madonna. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> when did you... You know, I, I heard a little bit about what you said, okay. but I mean, after giving us all of this wisdom and knowledge, where do you think um, 
you really discovered who you truly were. You know, when 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 you speak, you know, you're very clear, you're very confident. And for women, that's hard. Some women never get there. So do you know, like, can you just give us a little idea of like she's, how you became? She's learned her powers. She has learned her powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I think I think it's twofold. Well, one, I'm, I'm lucky enough to have the parents I do. So I think that that was divine, right? Universal alignment. Or we say we choose our parents sometimes. That's mm. another thing. I choose one. You're right. Some do, some don't. But but I know that my parents had raised me to have good self-esteem, and they'd mm-hmm. say no matter where you come from or what you do, um, know who you are and treat people with respect. So, and I played like a lot of sports, and I I did things. I I went to, if we're being open and honest, right? I went to schools out, not in Detroit, and people were not always accepting in that certain way. But that's why my dad was like, you're just. You're just like them in that way, right? Again, mm-hmm. with the pants. You put one leg at a time. And so I was very confident in that way mm-hmm. that um, they always, they always they're supporting me, and they still do. Mm-hmm. But I, and so I think I'm, like, in alignment with that is also I spoke of my faith. Faith, to me, is um, really everything. I grew up Catholic. I still am, but I'm open to Buddhist uh, principles. I'm open to spirit. And... Um, every day when I pray or I meditate or I make it a practice for me going to to church is important because Mm -hmm. in that space um, I find let's say God right or spirit Mm -hmm. Um, I look to if we're going into it everyone knows I love Our Lady of Guadalupe Mm -hmm. Um, the different saints shout out to Mary Magdalene okay (laughs) she was always she she was a woman you know worked on the street and whatnot but I always saw power because I was raised with that and I would always just yesterday I had like a 45 minute conversation with a priest at a church it was um we were honoring an aunt of mine who passed away five Mm -hmm. years ago of brain cancer actually the same Mm -hmm. thing that John McCain had just passed of it was this Mm -hmm. they passed on the same day of the same type of cancer but I had almost literally an hour conversation with a priest about the sex abuse that's happening all in the Catholic Church. Yes. And I said, I'm tired of it. I feel like being put under the rug, right? Because yes. if we're going to talk about what should happen, the church should be a leader. And he was actually very open and honest with me. So the first thing he told me was to stop giving money to the church. And I was like, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but, 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 and so, and so the point is, I think church, faith faith is a good catalyst. Faith, But faith is a foundation for me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I always feel guided by spirit, and that's because I think of my parents, of how I was raised, but I think to this day, I, m- I make it a practice, and I connect to that spirit all the time. So, mm. again, I think we're all called to do different things, so yes. we're here to be of service. And um, Mother, I have a few women that I look up to, Mother Teresa, mm-hmm. was on but she, I think, was one of the, the most influential women because she always didn't speak loud, but she served. Yes. And your service says more than sometimes, obviously, than words do. Gloria Steinem, of course, Madonna, for all different reasons. But again, I think because they all knew who they were as women. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the most important thing, because then you do better to humans around you. So, right. yes. again, I give long answers. Sorry, that's cool. but no, that, all, that all comes together with that. So, that's how. Being Excellent. open to faith. That's good stuff. So. We're going to switch gears a little bit. And I see you got your Beyonce shirt on. Go for it. OTR, too. Would you like the concert? 
let me take a breath for a minute. <laughs> of course, I, I know we talked about it. And mm -hmm. I know we I've, I've seen her a few times before, but this was the first time that I saw her and Jay together. And I didn't like it. I loved it. Okay. And Jill Scott it. did some kind of video about it. No, I didn't was, see it. She, I'm going to post it on the wall. But, um, yeah, she was real passionate about it. And she, I ain't never seen Jill <laughs> talk like that before. But I was like, you know, Jill got that sexy voice anyway. But, um. Uh, yeah. I'm smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, one of Melissa's favorite songs is Living My Life Like It's Golden. Oh, yeah. Living My Life Like It's Golden. Yeah. And mine is Crown Royal on Ice. Oh. oh Your like hands on my uh -huh, hips yeah. with me right back to you. So it makes me smile uh, and blush. Uh, 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 oh, thank you. I've been hearing that. <clears throat> but look, so I was yeah. looking at this and I posted this on my Facebook wall today. Look, look. Where this guy was at the concert in Atlanta. I saw. And he ran up on the stage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And all of the dancers. Got in formation? <laughs> yeah. I don't know where the hell security was. They weren't in formation at all. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. But the dancers uh, attacked the man. I saw that. And he got pretty that. far. Thank you. He got pretty far. I saw that. Her dancers is down. They I mean, because the dancers down. was looking like, who is this cat? And he was just, he flew back and I... I don't they know if know he dove at on. some point, but I'm sure he got really close to Beyonce and Jay-Z. I'm like, how the hell did he even get up on the stage? Blame it on the... Uh, 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 uh. I, I heard in, in the New York Post, uh -huh. there was a little thing this morning about that um, he may have been intoxicated. They're not giving, they're not releasing his identity, but I also did hear that Beyonce and Jay were not going to press any charges and they're completely fine and they... They did, their dancers, they said all got, like, they basically, four or five of them. <laughs> they beat them up. They, well, <laughs> they, they handled up. the situation. Yeah, they, they did. They did, they did what they needed to do. It was a pause. Like, is this really happening? They, yeah, they were and shocked. I have just, to watch that. I haven't watched it. It's that. on my Facebook wall. I want to squad like that. I want to squad like that. Just to have your back like that. You That's what do. I'm saying. Well, you got you, one on the right and one on the left. <laughs> I do have a squad. And we're, na we're neighbors. We are all squads, though. <laughs> yeah. we, are, we are each other's squad. Yeah, my squad, dope. I say all the time. I got That's the right. dopest people in my I'm blessed to have my squad. That's right. Mm -hmm. you, need to have, you need to find someone. I think loyalty and trust. Absolutely. Very difficult to find now. Loyalty is always my yeah. biggest. But if you have one or yeah. two, mm -hmm. you're blessed then in your life, I think. some riders. Some riders, Dad. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do too. Mm -hmm. There we go. There we go. Blessed today on Sunday. Yes, I am. Way yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I also saw... What was it called? Cleopatra Jones. Oh, yes. Last night. <laughs> mm -hmm. it's, it was, it was, I don't know if it was made before me. It was made in the 70s. Made before me. Maybe. <laughs> it was made in the 70s, 70-something, but. Okay. I always just had a love for, like, that old Dolomite and. I think Pam Greer. Foxy uh, Brown. Yeah, P Pam yeah. Greer, uh. Not only was she like ahead of her time, like I just want to say shout out to Pam Greer because she let shout me know I was a little different. Was awesome. She let me know that, uh, all yeah, all she let me know that I like women. Grown and sexy. <laughs> yeah. She all was of, one of the people. They was badass too. Like, you know, like you feel safe with them. Yeah. And they were stylish. Yeah. yeah. They could do everything. Renaissance That's right. women. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So Cleopatra Jones, she was just kind of. She had this swag about her. She just kind of 
weigh in, and she was tall and slim. And Why is she doing, doing this? Doing like, a little sway in the she studio. She doing a little sway. That's Zaza. We got there's this sway in no, the morning. There's, there's, there's sway in the afternoon. Know, here in the day. There is no secret that Sharon loves older women. Okay. What do you? So what do you like about older their their idea uh, of protection? Their wisdom? No. What? Experience. They're so, like you know they older women have been through so much, and then it just kind of. Mm-hmm balances out mm-hmm. and then they just have this cool tough swag about them but they still like real nurturing and smart and shit oh. and they and they like to you know <clears throat> sound like some mama issues what i ain't gonna i do have i do have mommy issues but listen, mommy issues but I'm i do some. have mommy issues <laughs> no and it's just like they're all together like they know what they want you know they're probably yeah, 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 settled yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they, they something of substance. Sugar yeah. mama. Yeah, I love ma, ma, I love ma, 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 ma. Wow. Sugar so mama. who would be your current day celebrity like crush? Like if Nia Long. But she's well, I don't consider her older. Oh no, she she's is older. older. Oh, she's older hello. than me. Okay, so Ooh, older than you. Angela okay. Bassett. Okay, that's oh, who Angela I would may have picked. That's what yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ, yeah. Oh Lord. Okay. <laughs> it's already like 90 something here now. Feeling it. Feeling Who it. Who is your celebrity crust? Crust? Crush? <laughs> she still thinking about yeah, Angela. Find like- your own crush. <laughs> oh, Lord. Find your own crush. Who would it be? Uh, well, there's a few. I don't know. There's a few. It changes sometimes. Mm-hmm. I do like a Mr. Washington. Oh, yes. Yes. Really? Yes. He has a handsome son, too. Yes, really? he does. Look at her. <laughs> <laughs> I've always liked Michael Jordan. Oh, yeah. Really? I yes. still do. I don't like the way he dressed. But I'm listening. But let's just keep I like the ball head, though. To yourself. Okay, you got a billion dollars. You can wear what you want to wear, I guess. I might go out. You know. I like ball heads. I like his ball head. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, it, it's really, I was thinking about this earlier because I'm like, back in New York, I felt like a lot of the men had, and no disrespect to men in Detroit, but I, fu- I found like more men in New York had swag, <laughs> meaning com- no. Uh, uh, but maybe that's who I'm coming in contact with, and I can't. They, they had more confidence, or okay. they liked a confident woman. Mm. Uh, here it's I don't know. Mm. Uh, it's not. It's just a little bit different. I'm finding. Mm. But I'm from Detroit, but yeah, the, it's a little different. Or people, I I find the ones that I'm connecting with like cookie cutter type things. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a Midwest thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they have to be somewhere at a certain age and this and that. And I don't really go along with those ideals. Yeah. So I think that's yeah right. And uh, someone told me the other day, you're too, you're you're unlike any woman I've ever connected with because you're so independent. You don't really need me. I go, no, I don't need you, but I want you. That would exactly. be two different things. I know, want me, don't want exactly. me, please. Correct. One is our most preferred. Well, that's because you're secure, Joe. <laughs> Okay. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Joe, Joe did his slick man giggle. Let <laughs> 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 me drop that on. Him. Well, you know, sometimes you just gotta get in and get out. Oh, oh okay. okay. I like. I, I've been drinking. I, <laughs> let me just say that. How about you? Well, go ahead. Yeah, right. Well, I like to get in, and get out, but stay a little while. Well, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Let your imagination go. Park. Oh, yeah, okay. And get out. Okay. Mm-hmm. And come back. Sometimes you gotta park before you can get in. That's right. Amen. 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 Teach, teach 
your brother said. Joe teach the man. him that. Joe the man. Come on, Joe, teach Park him. before you get in. This ain't a NASCAR. Stay a minute. Slow down. Parallel. Yeah, parallel park. Parallel park. Skirt, skirt, skirt. <laughs> My. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't spill you. Don't, don't spit out your drink. My You're question struck. is. <laughs> Ooh. That hmm. took a turn. <laughs> It we did, did it. It, it did take a turn. That's why you surrender to whatever. I'm not even sure it was a turn for the best, but it took a turn, nonetheless. Yes. It was good. It was that's good. That, you see me rhyming. That's the shit I was watching last night. Oh, okay. <laughs> Goddamn movies. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they be rhyming. It. Come on. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, cele- my celebrity crushes, Um, of course, sure, I've already talked about them. Let's, let's see if you know some of them. Who are my oh, celebrities? Yeah, yeah. Janelle Monet. Yes, oh, Janelle yes. Monet. Yes, the girl, the stud girl. Lena Waithe. Is that her name? Hey, you said it. I guess it is. I I hey, Lena Waithe, if you listen to me. that's who we are talking about, yes. Yeah. If you listen to me, you she are the sexiest stud I have seen. Yes. Woo! Yes. yes. Yes, honey. She came up last week, too. Oh, oh. oh okay. Uh-oh. Well, so she knows. May have come up the week before that as well. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> Shout out to the studs We have a hard time This is not the year of the studs This is not the year of the studs Yes it is Yes it is the year Y'all are progressing Not romantically Uh, Okay Not romantically Tell me why Why I don't know Because we we get done all types of ways And bashed Y'all can't play the victim with everything We've already went through this last week We're not playing the victim She's just saying it is what it is It is what it is Give us a fact we like facts. I need receipts. We need receipts. I mean, without putting people's business out there. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh. That's no, you're right. We want to respect. See, this is what we call being respectful. Yes, That's it right. is. <laughs> That's right. Just know. But this is your experience. How about your personal mm. experience? Mm. Let me turn one? it on. Have do you feel this is not your year or what? I feel like uh, career-wise and doing activism work and all of that. Absolutely, this is my year. Absolutely. Okay. Relationship wise, no, this is <laughs> this is not my year. That you know, and the weird part is coming. True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. But you know, and I think it's just it's me too because it's not like it's a lack of people that are interested. It's me oh. being able to put that energy into the people. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting picky. You know, I'm 41 years old. I don't have time oh. to be playing. Right. What are we gonna do? That. That's right. That's right. That's right. Like either we're we doing something or we not. You know, because if not, I got I gotta go. You Shit. Got you know, do. I'm trying to set up something. It sounds like you're learning your powers. Oh, I I'm, I know not. my powers. All right. That's right. And everybody's not worthy to receive. And sometimes them. you want to you want to mm-hmm. yeah period. <laughs> you want to build something with somebody. Sometimes or have an equal. I mean, you know, and I had a conversation with a friend of mine last night that suggests that I be more aggressive. And I am aggressive, but not in the way that I think most people think that I am. So, like, when I'm out and someone may be interested in me, because I don't know what nobody's doing. If you don't say anything to me, I'm probably, like, I'm cordial when I'll speak and everything, but all that first move shit and, you know, hey, let me get your number. Like, I don't do all of that. You know what I'm saying? So then sometimes I am thought to be flirting, but no, I'm just actually talking, and everybody that I talk to doesn't mean that I want to date them. True. I'm very particular Mm. about who I want to spend my time with because, again, I'm 41 years old. I'm not dating just to be having fun. Mm. I'm dating to see where that can go. I don't want to end up by myself. Okay. And I think all of this goodness is deserving to give to somebody, but but who's the person that's going to get it? But let me say this. If you end up 
by yourself. Is that such a bad thing? Yeah, it is. Why? I want what her parents got. I don't want to be by my damn self. <laughs> well, this well, is. I'm not gonna die if I'm by myself. A but I was. Generation. We're designed to love and be loved and be with someone. I wasn't put here to just fizzle up on my own. No, I don't. I don't. Will I? Will I? Will I wither away if that happens? Absolutely not. But that's not what you know I'm striving for and I'm not going to be depressed like I don't think about it every day but long run mm-hmm. yes I want to spend my life with somebody mm-hmm. yes I want to love somebody yes I want to spoil somebody and be spoiled and be loved and grow old and know who the hell I'm coming home to every day mm-hmm. and know that Christmas is four months away and it's going to be a good holiday okay. and when I get sick I'm going to take care of her and when she gets sick she's going to take care of me and some days we're going to I want all that I want to know who the hell I'm going on vacation with next year. This sounds like mm. Sharon is I want a wife. doing a that's a shopping list right there. A I want a wife. Bumble or Tinder or P O F no. ad. If you no. are a single femme in the wow. city no, of Detroit, hell no, 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 no. You hear yeah, this? Don't, 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 hit me up. No kind of way. We got to roll back on that. Yeah, we got to roll back on that. There's lots of scripts on yeah. those apps. No, don't, Take it don't, from me. Don't, <laughs> That's don't. what it sounds like. They're though. very basic. No, no you basic asked the question. You said would it? You said no, would it be it, bad if that happened? I'm just happened? saying. I'm just saying. You know, it sounds like you're ready. I am ready. I was married so, before. She, she, like oh, don't you see? Don't you see? No, R. Kelly on this uh, on the oh, show. Oh, oh no! My bad. We might have to, oh, might have to jump over this. Here's the thing. I am ready, but I, I, I'm not willing <laughs> to do <laughs> it. I'm not willing to do it with the wrong person. It has to be the right person. Okay. And if that's, and if that right person doesn't come along, yeah, I will be by myself. Oh, so right. you've claimed it. You've made it. You, I know you've done it before, but now you're claiming it to the yes. universe. Oh, absolutely. That's all I'm this trying to say. This is powerful. You all I'm trying to there. say is just let go. That's what. That's the whole let premise. Let just, just let go. Let go. Stop being so attached to the idea itself yes. and just kind of let it happen. I'm not attached to the oh, idea. I'm busy. Yes. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, I'm Joe. really not you attached to the, I'm not, from I'm that R. Not, Kelly. Okay, let me tell you. you. I'm you not attached to the idea. That's not what the attachment. I was married before, and my marriage was really good. Oh, see. Then why did it end? Because of our children, and I had oh, to move oh, back shame. here to take care of my child. Okay, so okay. being a mother was more important and took precedence over being a wife. I didn't well, thank plan. Thank God you did that because a lot of women. Well, I didn't plan to have my child with my wife. Okay, okay. Now, if, okay. if I had done that, that would have been different. And that's what I felt okay. like as a mother I needed to do. Well, no one can discount that. Yeah, that but it was a good relationship, sh- and that—that's a wonderful thing that you did. That you—you you, you really were a mother then. You put your child before yourself. Absolutely. So that I bow down to that. Yeah, I bow. I bow down to that. Yeah. Well, you're no. She's open. She wants to find someone she can share all those things with. Yeah. I think that's good because a lot of people nowadays don't really know what they want. And they're afraid to say it. She's so defensive. So she did. Yeah. This is the second episode in a row you've been in your field. I'm not defensive. No. I'm just saying Kiki, that's what I want. Do you love me? Oh, Are you riding? Nah, that's not so you that. never ever leave on a Don't do that. That's <laughs> not that. Bullshit that's not <laughs> that. I ain't got to talk about it no more. I tell y'all what. Don't okay. ask me. Well, don't, yeah. don't ask me another question. <laughs> oh, we're sorry. And okay. no Ooh. And, and with that, uh, <laughs> I should ask y'all what y'all think about marriage. Oh, oh, I, oh, 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 You mean the oh. institution? Oh, right. So, <laughs> the institution. And so it begins. Yeah. Right. But I'm not going to ask y'all, so don't worry about it. Oh, oh, Shabar, oh, we love you. That's fine. I love me too. <laughs> <laughs> y'all have something in common. Yeah, I know, right? Yes, love. We and the namaste. We, we all love, love them. No, I love Melissa very, too. I love Joe too. Love. Yeah. We all love me. That's, oh. Yes. 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 
<laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> that was nice. I like that. I like that. Lots of light and love today. Did you write that down? No, I was scratching off my point. Little, little notes. notes. We work together what about so much the, that all we do is bicker. Oh, yeah, we man. do. What about the idea? Do you do you guys <laughs> believe it? I was just talking to someone the other day of a soulmate. Nah, thoughts on that? I do, but I don't think mm. it has to be a romantic person. And it doesn't necessarily exist in just in a single person. Yeah. Right. Per wow. se. Okay. Because going back to the the the, the belief that we all kind of stem from the same source, like mm-hmm. there's little pieces of us everywhere spread out all over this universe. And part of the the part of the experience in life is like making connections with other people to discover those pieces of ourselves and others yes. at least in my perspective anyway that's true I, th- I think there's a poet I don't want to say his name wrong but Paulo Gallo or, but, but he talks about yes recognizing yourself and the other person Yeah, yeah. right so that's exactly what you're saying Joe is having that um, yeah identifying parts of you and someone else mm-hmm. I agree with that 100% <laughs> ladies <laughs> soulmate yeah, I think do we have one a- two or more um, I think I have a soulmate. Just a? One? Uno? Yeah. Oh. My best friend's my soulmate. Oh, wow. That's so cliche. That's... <laughs> she is such a hater. That was so belittling. So hasn't she, hasn't she been coming for me like the last few minutes? Shit. That was she very She is coming for me the last few minutes, isn't she? She's just it joking. seems like it, doesn't it? Man. Ladies, we now, were I have never been here. one to take sides. <laughs> Like I Don't said, you take I, her side. Now, usually I plead the fifth, but... <laughs> I know, Joe, she's just coming for me, ain't she? It, that seemed oh, very, wow. very... It was just such a cliche answer. I was just hoping for like, more than uh, that. She boo. went into 10 minutes of this, like, free advertisement of herself. Oh. And then she says that her best friend is her soulmate. But wow. you asked me about me and relationships, and he and she asked me about a soulmate. She says you went from a Match.com ad <laughs> to, like, I'm go. already spoken And then she for. told people... Yeah. Contact me, Joe. She told people to contact well, me. Yeah, yeah. Who the she hell said I wanted somebody single contacted me? I don't have a problem meeting nobody. Man. I don't First believe of all, I heard you ask. I don't need a hookup. Let, let me say something like this. I'm not saying I'm refer. I'm getting any charges or something. Yeah, yeah. For Why are you yelling? Because I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that I'm trying to be your manager oh. or, or oh, trying to say that. That's the uh, that's you the politically it, correct but. word for. Okay. Well, it right well, there. I was looking over at Melissa because Melissa know all Here about this. Here we go. So it's not like I'm trying to get profit. I'm just trying to help her out. Uh-huh. Like but I didn't ask. You, you like the people want to help Detroit. I no, I'm not like the people who want to help I didn't Detroit. ask Play you for any to help. Your Jordan. I never said I so needed any help. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a problem meeting anybody. Well, you Trust said that. you didn't want to be alone. I you said, said you didn't want to be alone. I don't, but I'm alone right now because of a choice that I'm making. Did, not because did I have things kind of go off the rails a little bit? I know. She went off on me. I'm just defending. This is not the year. I mean, didn't I tell you? The train has left the track. This is not the year to stud, y'all. Didn't I tell you they're under attack? They're attacking us. No, it, we not. I mean, Stunts. now, now I, if I, I had to, if I had to make a. a a judgment call from the outside looking in. <laughs> nah, yeah. This situation, Uh-oh. unfortunately, Uh-oh. looks very much like an attack. Thank you so oh, much. This is the thing, studs. <laughs> I'm gonna sit back. Some now. studs this year. I'm not gonna say all. Okay. Some studs this year have done direct, oh God. direct things to films that have made them be on the offense in defense. How many studs you know? I know a lot of studs. Thank you that. very much. 
I know a lot of fans too. Like Nick King, I said. No, 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 no. You cannot base somebody else's experience off a half story. No, listen. Not to say that no, her. I don't know her story. But there are also two sides to a story. But you gotta listen to this. You're not even letting me finish. See, that's the study. It is. That's the study. But the problem, the problem, the problem is, is that people always listen to one side of the story. And not get both okay. sides and want to make order, an assumption. Order in the court. Order in the <laughs> nah, court. Nah. Yeah, this, yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta Joel, come back. We gotta come back to the. We gotta come back to, let's the, come back to the table, please. Namaste. We started off. We started off right. Right. The, this degenerated from oh. Namaste. We started off in a place of, of peace we can't and, name this one and unity <laughs> and equality, <laughs> and now we have we have. Reached an impasse, it would it would appear. But you know, this is this is where true love is because the truth comes out. We're able to share, respect each other, and as long as we can stand up from the table and hug and hug it out, shake it out, yeah, hug it, and and look at each other in the eyes. We're gonna do an intervention right now. Because I'm okay. I oh I I think what she was saying was. Maybe it came off a little some type of way, but I don't think she meant it that way. Her? Dismiss. I don't think, yeah. So you don't have to point at me. This root to like, point at me. Like her. Okay. <laughs> you do know who we're talking about. Right? Like that. Not, we, Did you even ask me my preferred pronoun? Wow. Oh, let's learn this. Here we go. Here we go. Did it change Joel, from buckle yesterday? In, buckle in the seatbelt. I'm Did you getting my yesterday? popcorn. <laughs> Why is she still coming for me? I'm over I don't, here. I don't over. know. Are you, are you feeling attacked? Are you feeling yeah, attacked? Okay. We don't want that to happen. We do not know. I don't, don't feel sorry. safe. I'm sorry. This is, oh, not a, this is not a safe place. Like this should, this should be a, a brave, brave safe, safe like space. I need a cigarette. Need a okay, let's, this should be a brave, okay. safe space. Oh. That's called it's stress. It's not brave or safe. <laughs> let's all take a breath in. <laughs> <laughs> Let no, breathe in the good stuff. Seriously. Let out the bad stuff. Right. I, I'm giving you, or giving you your accolades this episode. I respect you as a friend and as a colleague. I apologize if you okay. don't feel okay. like this is a brave, safe space. Yet, as a femme, I feel like I have to defend us from Go your ahead. constant rhetoric. But yo, we going back to the label again, right? Or is that because I don't know? Maybe I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, she can have how about friend she to just, friend, woman to just woman? Let her, she can have it. What is it that okay. you'd like to say? No. We're, 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 I feel at peace. See, now this is the spirit of Namaste returning <laughs> to the room. Okay. I was saying, you know, she felt that my rhetoric. That was the word that was used. Mm-hmm. And see, now I have to stop. Because see, now I'm starting to feel like an instigator. Let you me are <laughs> Let me stop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll back. Because I'm feeling Take like back, an instigator Step right back, now. step back. Yeah, I'm right. No, no, I know that there's only, we know, Joe, that there's only truth and respect between these strong women. Didn't we say we're all alpha females? Of the <laughs> we are. Joe, you're here to, but we're all, I mean, we're I'm all. I'm not an alpha female. I know, that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> you're here in, you're, that's uh, what I said. Shit, not but, but, <laughs> we no, get it. I'm not, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Joe. <laughs> Joe knows. Sometimes, within that, that well, dialogue we had, sometimes, unfortunately, you'll think that you are over or moved past something. But it could be something that someone oh. brings up that takes you back there. Right. Wow. And to be honest, Ooh. it wasn't about you. It was more about me. So let me also say that I'm trying to have a heart to heart and you doing mouth movements. <laughs> 
Let us not let the, I'm trying to just let the energy let, of this moment us, be lost. Let us pray. <laughs> she let has her authority voice Lord. on and everything. Does <laughs> my authority voice scary? No, yo, I'm but, not yo, but, little, that, but that was little Steve. baby. Jesus. Jesus in the name of Jesus. Pray in the name of Jesus. It's not about it's not about me. It's <laughs> about you. I'm listening. I'm actively Yo, listening. Be, listen, Nicole. She just she just was very transparent and authentic. She said Thank this was a, really about her. Yeah, I'm listening that, to. I appreciate that about you. Okay, I go ahead. It. I appreciate please tell, that. Please tell us more. Go ahead. Oh, no, it's, go ahead. It's, it's fine. Melissa. Oh, okay. But, I think the know, moment has passed. It has. It has passed. I was trying to be the the bigger person, but. Now you don't need to say that. Oh, see. Just when that. you think we're making progress, that would imply that somebody has to be the littler person. Now, exactly. wouldn't it? Didn't we just talk about the other? Okay, I want to mm. give a shout out to Aretha Franklin. Yeah. yeah. I just oh, watched yeah, her shadiest moments oh. on YouTube. Her shadiest moments? Yeah, they Shadiest, most diva moments. I'll send it to you. She has okay, good gowns. Yeah. I mean, I know she did. <laughs> good gowns. She's famous. The, Aretha was fla- was famous for yeah, shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she spoke was, the truth. She was yes. good at it, too. It's so much. I want to learn something. Yes. Shade. One I want to give a shout out to Dolomite. But I got to ask why. Th- this might feel. But why didn't Aretha have a will? Yeah. She probably don't care. I, this is a serious question. Well, I don't know. Come on, man. She's a lady who handled her business. But What's uh, up? She but did. In the she case, probably figured when, when she I'm, was gone, it wasn't going to matter. No yeah, but what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm figuring is, is like, cause because, like, state law. One in a case like that, they distribute it equally correct, among the correct. four Maybe living she, relatives, and correct. She didn't that's want to choose. right. Yeah, you know she what I'm saying. Sometimes leaving equally. a will, sometimes leaving a will causes more problems. That's I mean, but you know, getting twenty million ain't so bad. No, it ain't. it ain't. Hey, so what's like everyone's favorite? I know we can't pick one song, <laughs> but can someone say like what's one of their favorite and why, or like how that inspired you? I know Madonna Aretha shared song? a little bit. On the VMAs, mm-hmm. yeah. Man, y'all want to talk about this? Speech? I don't know if I even really want to. Joe, can we take oh. the argument out? <laughs> oh, oh, why? I like the argument. Are we keeping it real? Like, okay, we can take the just argument. Just take it out. Leave it in there. No, I'm just a guest out. today. I'm a guest. So whatever no, I'll leave you want. it in there. No, just take it out. Oh, see, now we it's have an argument Joe. about It's up to you, Joe. It's one-on-one. Favorite, favorite, favorite Aretha Franklin if I have to be, if I have to be the producer here. And I would Please. say leave it in because that's like real, like you know, it's real, real. Leave it moment. in there. Melissa sees this at work sometimes. Well, it's me and Katie, me and Sharon. I do. Yes, yes. So you just yes. argue with everybody, huh? Yeah, this, no, that's an authentic are, those, moment. No, no the, yeah, the no. four of us are very intertwined. Intertwined. Sometimes. Our offices. Uh, Benita's usually always laughing. It's like we're family. <laughs> yeah. You know how that. You know what family do. Katie does the best impersonations out of all of us. Shout out yeah. to Katie. Shout Michael. out to Katie. Um, I don't know. Oh. No. You don't know her. I might have to. I might have to argue that point. Tu ne sais pas, Jo. My favorite Aretha song. Yeah. Is you make me feel. Oh, because why? Wait a minute, hold on. Did what? y'all just hear that? Hear what? Hear what? Now you do a shade under your voice. That's so cliche. Oh, I thought she Joe. said something else. Man, like I can't win. I thought she said that ain't the name of the song. Oh, yeah. I did say that. See, yeah. Well, but that was my pick. Hear? It's called Natural Woman. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> Correct. Okay. But oh tell my us goodness. why. Oh. Right. Right. Let's, let's, let's just roll let's on just past roll that. Past. Okay. Let's we can do that again. My favorite Aretha song. Oh, 
read the song is you, Natural Woman. No, we're keeping that in, too. No! Uh, no! That's how we, that's you make me feel. You don't know the name of the song. You make me feel. Well, that's the that's part called people the chorus. remember. You make me feel. Okay, why? Why, though? Yeah, let's go. So inspired. Let's get into it. Oh, yeah, why? Why? Pork, 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 Well, I mean, that, why? that line could very well be a, a good reason. Yeah. Why? Why is that your favorite? She, or one of your favorites? She's feeling defeated today. Here Do we go. So now you're telling me how I feel. Oh, Joe. man. <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> I need more coffee. My seven mile about right, to come out for real. Oh, oh. Like, it's time for a Here we go. Run. Here we go. Okay, Miss Denson, tell us why. <laughs> tell us why natural woman. Tell us right. why. I want to know. I want to know. I'm Joe curious. wants to know. I'm curious. Okay, I'm getting back the on track. The listeners want to know. Thank you, producer. Thank you, guests. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. Why? Natural <laughs> woman. Yes, ma'am. I, you know, I, I feel myself as a hopeless romantic at times. Oh. I wish that the honeymoon or that that whole first year mm. could just like. I mean, I like the getting used to somebody, and and you know, y'all can like you know wake up in the morning staying breath and all but mm. I love something about you know really experiencing love and having someone that you trust and you can depend on and you know that song just I don't know it just makes me feel that way I like mm. I felt love and I felt pain and I feel like both of them have made me who I am and that song just takes me there like it takes me to her like her vulnerability in the words um, and her mm. voice and the sound. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I work a lot. I'm a workaholic, but deep mm. down inside, I would really like to you know, mm. have someone make me feel the way Aretha describes in that song. Yeah, that's beautiful. It's wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. I like you, that. Melissa. Yeah, I, I got a little glimpse into you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I saw into your soul I just now. I saw that light that we talk about. Thank you. I Melissa. see that. I see it all the time. But um, oh. I got now. I hope I'm saying the right name of the song. Uh -oh, like, see. I'll let you know. Ain't no way. Oh, see, you stole mine. John. And it's probably since I see now. I got the. We can. You go first and and say why, and then okay. I'll come. And uh, well, uh, for me, I think that. That's one of her most raw, like raw feelings. Oh yes, right. Yes. Like I feel, and and she really speaks of I think how I interpret it is that she has such love for another person, but when that other person, she also accepts that other person, right, mm. as is. Yeah, yeah. And that's what unconditional love is. But at the end of the day, that's not always the best thing for you. Right, right. Because so I can appreciate that. Yeah, and, and the the statement that she makes about allowing that love yes. you know what i'm saying you yes. gotta let somebody love you like mm. ain't no way ain't no way i can give you all of this if you don't let me that's you know right. what i'm saying that's a powerful statement we gotta let ourselves be loved we gotta be vulnerable. you know what i'm saying right and and you can hear that you can hear and and to your point yeah. nicole the pain you can hear the pain yeah. you can hear yeah. the emotion yeah. in her voice you you, yeah. you can feel it like it yeah. there's not often anymore when i listen to music and I get chills. You know what yes. I'm saying? There are very few moments, especially with modern music, that you can listen to a song and the first time you hear it, you get chills. Mm. I can remember distinctly the first time I heard Ain't No Way and was able to actually understand it and really yeah. able to deal with like the, the complexities of the actual song itself instead of looking at it for just a piece of music. Mm. 
and when I was able to do that, I connected with the song in a way that I never had, you know, mm, before. Yeah. And, I, and I have trouble connecting with modern music now. The, the feeling's just not there. And I think we, t I know earlier in this, we talked about art, right? And that yeah, can be a universal yeah. language and experience. And I think that's one of those things where the more that life experience we have, right, um, you can sort of get a feel of those other feelings. Yes. Yeah. It's a timeless, all of her yeah. music is timeless. timeless. Yeah. Like, that, that's a true artist and genius and visionary. Yeah. Right. To yeah. me, artists, you know, because I'm an artist and a visual artist, and to me, uh, art is just something that we produce that is like the spirit, it's like the soul. Mm -hmm. You can leave this earth. And whatever yeah. you have created will be long lasting. Yeah, and you it, hope right. and you pray that Eternal. it continues forever yeah. and ever. Yeah, for creatives, our, our art, our, our, the, the art that we created, like, they are our children. You know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. They are our children. They are a part of our legacy. They are a part of what we leave behind after we're gone. Yes. Yeah, so. Yes. What about you, Sean? What's your favorite? Oh, I didn't know if anyone cared. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, we're saving the best for last. There so I have go. I have two parts to it. My, I love Rocksteady. Um, I don't know. I hear that song, and I just I gotta move a song. It's a groove. Yeah. But Aretha Franklin's Amazing Grace album that she recorded at her daddy's church. It's a two record album. The whole thing, my favorite. Mm. My grandma used to play that, and my grandmother's favorite song was Precious Lord. But even uh, Mary, don't you weep? The way she broke that down. Oh man, yeah, that yeah. was brilliant. I actually, uh, <coughs> being a little bit of a music producer myself, on Saturdays I usually do like a little Facebook Live mm -hmm. for an hour, where okay. I'll like actually do live beat making. Oh, for uh, yeah, my next installment I actually plan to do a Aretha Franklin tribute, hmm. where I'm actually taking ah, samples. Cool. Where I'm actually taking Aretha samples and making, making beats out of them, making instrumental tracks out of them live. So, hey, thank you, Joe Black. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I can do a little something, 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 something. We see. Tune in. something. And just to let everybody know, um, the Cats Meow will be at the Queer and Racial Justice Conference on the eighth. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be recording live. Recording live. Some people, getting some thoughts and ideas. At what time does that kick off? Um. So I think it starts at eleven. I'll let you know for sure. All right. Um. And then the documentary that I'm working on will be shown later that day. Oh yes. So that's yeah, an exciting time for us. But you know, um, the fact that we'll be able to be in the in the building and be present and talk to people. It's huge, two especially. Clap. Yeah, two finger clap. There we go. <laughs> you know, especially with us just starting and having that access, that's a really beautiful thing. So we're excited about it. That's what's How up. do you feel about it, Nicole? I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Okay. That's Got some good questions and stuff. Yeah, that's actually some good news to, yes. to yeah. you know to close out on pretty much with the live event happening. And yeah. Yes. So, like. Full of light. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so sure. I asked this question and we asked this question to all of our guests. <laughs> yes. Hey, damn, I'm not be, done. If you oh, no, be, not yet. <laughs> if it's you not could over. be yes. any type of cat, what cat? type of cat? Cat. You own the cat's or, meow, so or, or, it's only appropriate. Yeah. Feline, would you be? Okay. A black panther. Ooh. A black panther. Everyone likes to be the Black, Black Panther. I know. 
there will be no <laughs> match <football>. challenge today. <laughs> there will be no challenge today. <laughs> the power of the Black Panther has been stripped away. Oh. <laughs> Melissa, no. Why would you? Why? What well, the speed, the agility, the the intelligence, the power of it. Yeah, beautiful too. And be- yes, and beautiful. Yes, they are. The way the, the commanding presence. Right, and they just they seem they do what they need to do. Yes. And the way they just you watch my, you. you. See my screensaver? Yes. There you go. Black Panther. There you That's go. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. There's just awesome. presence in in them being who they are, mm-hmm. in their authentic space, mm. and so I honor that, and they they command it. So mm-hmm. I bow down to to things like that. Yes. Just like everyone in this room has today. That's something beautiful mm-hmm. today. Yeah. I think that's a wonderful way to close. In honor of Women's Equality Day. Yes. In honor of Joe going back to school. Making his dreams come true. I love it. That's what's up. This has been one of my favorite episodes thus far. And thank you again, everyone, for allowing me here and inviting me. Thanks for coming. I was looking forward to it. And as always, when we connect and talk, Mm -hmm. Joe, it's awesome meeting you. But I know with you two, I always feel inspired. We get to laugh. And... um, I feel comfortable and just it, it makes me feel good so thank you for allowing me to be here thank you for sharing this space with us thank you all right everybody thank you for listening check out our podcast on itunes spotify and stitcher stitcher and namaste and namaste <laughs> listen to the cats meow thank you for joining us we'll talk to you soon this is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. You're listening to the Cat's Meow podcast on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network.